So welcome to the Talk Murder Me podcast. My name is John. I'm sitting here with Jen and Nicole tonight. We got a lovely, lovely episode for you guys. I put all my sources, photos, and videos on talkmurder.com if you're on live chat right now. If you're a Supremo, you can see us live, and, and we're actually going to the Google Earth. We're going to July 15th, 1974, 5725 Lawton Drive in Florida. Mm, we forgot to do our surprise shot. Yeah, and yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Shit. And again, last week we get or the last episode we gave away the raffle. We're still doing that. So talkmer.com comment on this week's post. It's week seven when you're hearing this. So any of those two posts out there, comment on them, and you'll be entered into the raffle to give away fifty dollar Amazon gift card. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are, because they're a surprise. Cheers. Cheers. Yikes. I taste coconut. What the fuck a was... finish of coconut. That was... <laughs> was this a request? <laughs> Dude, come on, man, y'all. <laughs> Crazy chucks. Uh, moonshine. Purple, purple Jesus. Moonshine. Dude, I get it. I like it. this stuff. Y'all it's wanna, good. Y'all want to make us cringe, but holy fuck, yo. We actually take these shots, and they're terrible. Ashley is back for round two. Hey, Ashley. Uh, Ashley. Hey, Ashley. She, she's the one from Florida, right? She She's the no, one. No, she's oh. from New Orleans. No, she's the sorry, one. sorry. New Ashley Orleans. is the pharmacist, correct? Correct. Guys, tonight we're going to July 15th, 1974, 5725 Lawton Drive. If you're a Taco Supremo on our live chat, you can see us on Google Earth. That's America. <laughs> Good job, Jen. You should look that up, Jen. Is this Africa? <laughs> this Florida. And that was for all to see. Florida does. Look, yeah, it was. Everyone saw that. <laughs> Florida does look like Africa a little bit. Shut up. It does not. It's a landmass. Shut up. <laughs> I'm never going to let that down. No. And you oh, shouldn't. Shit. You just shouldn't. They're both land. Stop <laughs> it. They both have the same level of gravity. South America and Africa. South America is like shaped like little Africa. I'm sorry. All right, guys. Here's where we're going to tonight. Tell me what this is. That is a street. That looks like a... Or what it was in 1974. Ooh, an apartment building? Uh, like a... Is that a storage <laughs> facility? No. It, it It's like maybe an office building. Can it's you, take can you circle minute. around so I can see the circle surroundings? Around, I guess. For context clues? <laughs> for context clues. Uh, <laughs> ooh, is that a um, 350Z? My dad used to have one of those little, oh. little mini. My dad used to have one of those too. Those minis? Oh, no, is that what is that? Is that a Mercedes right there? I don't know. What is this? It's kind of drug operation. This says Florida. <laughs> like no name on the freaking building. <laughs> like it Mercedes. looks like an industrial park, maybe. It, lo- it looks like we're looking at the backside of the industrial park. Well, this is the building we're going to right here. So an insurance building. And I was hoping you guys would notice something in the background, but I guess you didn't. The a tower? How about a big ass fucking tower right there? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like the other case. <laughs> Uh, I like the rock work on the building. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Eh. What is that? Oh, dude, this is somewhere Jen would go pick up a guy. Shut up. (laughs) What is this? I don't go pick up guys. (laughs) That's a nice hog right there, dude. I only drink here and hope that guys pick me up. So that's clearly not my MO. Oh, my God. 
19 miles per that hour. That is speed an odd speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> oh the mailboxes have smiley faces on them. <laughs> what? That's cool. Florida is so weird. Florida, Florida is so, so weird. weird. Uh, oh my God. Okay, okay. All, All right. right, so where are we going for okay. real this time? <laughs> so context clues says it's Florida. Okay. Yeah. All right, so... As I said, July 15th, 1974, no longer there, as you just saw. It was a news station. Ah. And How would I know that? This is the I mean, tower. You're, yeah. The tower. I mean, the tower, it was a tower, but it's really not like a news tower. There's no satellite dishes or whatever. But I don't think you would have known. Do you think the front of it kind of looks like a news station? No, maybe? I think it looks like an office or insurance building. Whoa, look at that car in the back. Is that like a Thunderbird or something? Oh my something? God, keep going. Okay, sorry, sorry. I like old cars too. It's okay. All right, tonight we're talking about Christian Chubuck. Chubuck. C-H-U-B-B-U-C-K. I feel like I should give you a little trigger warning. We're going to watch a video. Oh no. It had, uh. it's, not, it's not like a cut you up. Um, Anytime you say we're going to watch a video, it's like, oh, okay, all right, let me get me some more fucking alcohol here. <laughs> it's well, not I like a, two more beers there if you'd like one. Oh, speaking of which, someone, uh, oh my God, dude, that three guys, one hammer video we did. Mm-hmm. Some of the comments on there, because I usually go and like Look delete that. all those shitty comments, yeah. but a lot of the comments are like, I'm 12 years old. I don't know. Am I ready to watch something like this? I'm what? like, what? <laughs> like, what? No, I'm maybe like, we should have like an 18 year old or older to enter on the website yeah. or something. Oh, no, no, it's on YouTube. Oh. And then I'm just like, oh, that's what I should have said? I shouldn't have been like, don't be a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> D-Bap. Uh... I'm like, what are you, some kind of bitch? Come on. <laughs> Press play, motherfucker. Uh, anyway, no, I didn't say that. But we're watching a video tonight. This is um, pretty disturbing. Just a trigger warning. Uh, let's just start it. This is July 15th, 1974, 5725 Lawton Drive. And this is the video right here. If you're a Supremo, you can see it on live chat. And here we go. In keeping with the Newswatch. That's it? Well, hold on a second. You so, can't hear really what they're saying, and you can't see the I'm going to show you what it is. It's like a mannequin. Did you just want me to play it? All wait, right, wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> what time period? 70s. He said that. Oh, my that. God. All right, 1974. Just listen. D- d- I'm just going to play it, and then it's. I'm going to translate what she says, but she is a news reporter, and she's reporting on the news. Continue. So this is after Anchorman. Oh, my God. Did she just collapse? She got shot. In living color, exclusive coverage of an attempted suicide. Did she? Sh- oh my God, she shot herself. Yeah, she pulled out a, a revolver <gasps> and shot herself in the head. Oh my gosh, this is like the Bud Bud Dwyer. Yeah, that's what I want to Case all over the again. The live suicide. Wait. What? Can you rewind it? I, I can't remember what she was. I couldn't hear no, what I she was saying. She got shot. I saw I'm going to play the go audio. Down. I'm going to play just the audio. Okay. okay. Here now. I'm going to play it right now. Oh my but god, that's I'm... terrible. Shocking. Uh, no, opposite of shocking. It's normal. No, well, normalized. But I like what the the course the the cases that we cover since we covered so many cases. You would think that something like this would be normalized, but it's not. It's it like, is. Fuck. There's uh, everyone kills himself on live 
Snapchat these days. That's Literally, terrible. everyone, you just don't know about it. And nowadays, it's not going to go away, as in, like, can is the video out there? Yeah, it's out there. And number two, like, it shows up on, like, TikTok as, like, trending and shit. That's terrible. Like, it who, terrible. What, you should, like, I understand why, I, I guess I understand. Well, no, I don't fully understand. It's impossible for me to fully understand. <clears throat> But if you want, if you, if it's like a cry for help and you're looking for, in these days at least, because in the moment, like if you, if you live stream something, you know, and people are like, no, don't, or no, in your, but, but I don't, you can't, I don't know. You can't fully understand someone. You can't reason with someone in this moment if they're. Okay. So here's what she says. She is a news reporter. She says, quote, in keeping with the WXLT practice of presenting the most immediate and complete reports of local blood and guts news, TV40 presents what is believed to be a television first, in living color, an exclusive coverage of an attempted suicide. And at that point, she points the gun, right? She pulls the gun out of her purse. So this is the audio with the translation of it for, for you guys. Oh my gosh. All right, just so you podcast for you on podcasters, if you're driving in a car or whatever, quote, well, actually you read it in a quiz. So this is just, she's reading the crime news right. of the day. You know how news stations, yeah. they do, cr- the, oh, what happened in your community? This is the crime that happened. So this is what she's reading. This weekend, being typical of the recent rash of violence, saw one man stabbed, another assaulted, and a third shot and wounded. Sarasota police report the firing of an 18-year-old, a man by the name of David Wynn, in the parking lot of the Friendly Tavern on 27th Street. Tavern on 27th Street. Lynn had an apparent stab wound in the chest, which, according to witnesses, was inflicted by James Whitworth during a fight. Police charged Whitworth with aggravated assault. Lynn is in satisfactory condition at Sarasota Memorial Hospital. Wynn had an apparent stab wound in the chest, which, according to witnesses, was inflicted by James Whitworth during a fight. Police charged Whitworth with aggravated assault. Wynn is in satisfactory condition at Sarasota Memorial Hospital. The second attempted armed robbery in a week has involved law enforcement officers from both Sarasota and Manatee. All right, this is just more of the crime news. Let me I'm gonna skip forward a little bit. She talks more about more about a robbery, armed robbery, and shooting at the Beef and Bottle restaurant. So this is her whole newscast leading up into it. I'm skipping forward a little bit, so. Foster, Grace Foster, who was shot in that incident, is in satisfactory condition at Sarasota Memorial Hospital. So a lot of crime-related stuff. WXLT practice of presenting the most immediate and complete reports of local blood and guts news. TV40 presents what is believed to be a television first. In living color, exclusive coverage of an attempted suicide. And you in hear li- her... In living color, TV40 yeah. presents what is the an first... An attempted suicide. Can we see the video again? 
<laughs> I just want to see if I can. Holy no, shit. no, no. That sounded really bad. But I just want to see if I can hear her say it now that I know what she's saying. The yeah. video is really grainy. And so, I, and I do so want- is the purpose of her saying this like I'm I'm telling you all these like terrible things that are happening in the world and now see a Well, we're going to find out. But I need to I need to say right now before I get a bunch of comments. The audio is 100% real. I, the video may have been, I don't know. People say it's a hoax. I don't really get it. It looked fucking real to me. But the audio is 100% real. So you see her hitting the, the desk the desk, yeah. the desk and her microphone, her lavier microphone hits the desk or whatever. So that is real. And honestly, it's all fucking real. I don't know why people... I think people see something that's so fucked up that they just like, ah, oh, that's fake. Can't be real. <clears throat> yeah. Can't yeah. possibly. Exactly. I just don't and understand And yet they it. F- see real things. That, so they see fake things and believe them to be real. But it is the video because Jen really wanted to see it again. I just want to see if I can hear her say it and do it at the same time. Immediate and complete reports of local blood and guts news. TV40 presents what is believed to be a television first. In living color, exclusive coverage of an attempted suicide. Oh, yeah, you can kind of. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Wow is fucking right. All right, welcome to Talk Murder Me. (laughs) You guys are like, what the fuck? (laughs) You guys aren't saying shit. Yeah, how can you? I mean yeah. this. Po- I mean this person. I I, I have to hear the details. Oh first. God! Why, like, why did I pick this one? What the fuck? No, keep it going. I <laughs> uh, no no no. I mean, <sighs> so in keeping with the WXLT practice of presenting the most immediate and complete reports of local blood and guts news. Yeah, like it's almost <laughs> like she resents what she reports. Yeah, there you go. TV40 presents what is believed to be a television first in living color and exclusive coverage of an attempted suicide. And then so she, does she think she's not going to actually die? I don't know. That's what we're going to answer tonight. Or try to answer at least. No one knows she's dead, so but we'll try to we'll try to answer it for her. No one knows she's dead? No, no one knows because she's because dead. she's dead. Excuse oh. me. Oh. So what do you guys think so far? This Crazy. is This is her right here. Her. So if you want to describe her. What's her name? Christine. Well, everyone calls her Chris in the news reports or in the police reports and when they were interviewed, which we're going to be reading the police. We're, we're going to be the police tonight, like interviewing her employees and trying to find out why she did this. But her name is Christine. But every all of her friends call her Chris. Chubuck. C-H-U-B-B-U-C-K. She's a 29-year-old white female of 7132 Point of Rock Circle in Florida. Man. I mean, like, but she had to to have memorized that or she must have written it herself and put it on the teleprompter. But if she put it on the teleprompter, isn't there an editor that should have seen that? All right. Well, did y'all, number one, did y'all think that that was going to happen? No. no. Well, y'all remember the Bud Dwyer case? Yeah. Well, yeah, but that was a long time ago. And when you put an old news report on, I mean, you never know what they're going to talk about. Yeah. Are they uh, off a of live chat? <laughs> they're like, fuck this. <laughs> Bring I, back the aliens. No, no. I think, uh, so to, to answer your question, uh, white, female, long Dark hair. Dark hair, like super thick hair. I think she's really pretty. Thin yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very pretty. Would you would you say that she has emotional problems just looking at her? 
Um, no. You can't say that from one picture. That's impossible. Ashley actually says she's heard this case before. Damn it, Ashley. Oh, damn it, Ashley. But have you heard this in another true crime podcast is the question. <laughs> John is on his still first beer. I am on my. Fuck you. Fi- I'm drinking, He's this, drinking fucking this coffee shit that's got is like four fucking beers. It wasn't supposed to be an insult to and you. I was going to insult myself and in saying that I am on my fifth beer. And I just I just injected. <laughs> but I'm almost. Marjul on live chat says, "Did someone put her up to this?" Interesting. And Ashley on live chat says, "No, she did not hear this in another podcast." So, well, I was kind of wondering, like, it, maybe if she like co-conspirated with someone that worked behind the teleprompter to shoot yourself in the head, <laughs> like. Uh, that, that's the thing. She, like, d- d- teaming up with someone to shoot yourself in the head? Like, I don't Ashley know. on live oh, chat. Oh, she's saying, like, it may be blanks or something. N- no, 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 no. So, so Marjul thinks that someone, Marjul on live chat thinks that someone put her up to this. Ashley on live chat thinks that maybe she did have some mental problems. And Jen Collins on Talk Murder to Me says that you cannot necessarily predict something like this happening. And it would be fucked if someone else teamed up with her to do this. But did she go bold? Did she go rogue on like her monologue or because you would think that someone would try to stop her? I, I don't know. It's it's a it's a hard question. I'm read this little clip it from the Journal News. 10th of September, 1974. It says, quote, her right arm stiffened. We bring you another first. Her voice was steady. She looked up again into the camera and attempted suicide. Her right hand came up from under the anchor desk. In it, a thirty-eight caliber revolver. She pointed it at the lower back of her head and pulled the trigger. Kind of creepy, man. That is creepy. It's the kind of creepy that you can't look away from. Like that last picture that you showed us. But this is something that it's like, how can this happen on live TV? I mean, you saw the Budge Wire case. Yeah, but that was after Which, this. You know that, he was um, in the 80s. This is 74. Hey, man, nice shot. Yeah, hey, we talked about this. Hey, man, ni- that song. Yeah, The Offspring. Hey, ni- no, no, it was... Wasn't The Offspring? It was uh, Filter, that band called Filter. Hey, man, hey, man, nice shot. This that, was about the Budge Wire. Right, that's about Budge Wire, yeah. Right. So what did Marjul say? Did someone put it up to it? Um, yeah. No, they didn't. But let me get on with the case. It's a very excellent question, I'll tell you that. Very excellent. July 15th, like I said, Christine Chubuck pulls out the thirty-eight revolver. It was a Smith & Weston blue steel revolver, air weight, which is a, a type of revolver back then, with a two-inch barrel, which is also called a snub nose. And it was fully loaded, fully loaded with wad cutter ammo. Now, wad cutter ammo, if you think of a bullet, the bullet has is square, but then it kind of uh, tapers off into like a, you know, you know how a bullet looks, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, don't. Yes, I do. Where's the- I know how a bullet looks. <laughs> All right. You see a bullet, right? And then yes. it kind of has that thing on the end. A tip? A tip. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you think we're stupid or something? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The wad cutter is the tip is completely flat. Okay. 
wad cutter bullets are used for target practice. So the hockey discs, but a bullet? Like they don't have No, a- they're bullets, but they don't have a tip. They're just flat. It's just like a cylinder, the flat okay. cylinder. So the reason wad cutter bullets are usually used is for target practicing because when you shoot, when you shoot at a target, it, if you shoot a regular bullet, it kind of splays the holes. A wad cutter just puts straight circles in there. Plus, there there's some other things people use wad cutters for. Like, uh, there's less recoil. They're great for home defense because they're very accurate in where you're shooting. They don't have a tip to to you mess up the trajectory. Do they cause less damage in people? Like, do they cause less damage <clears throat> if you were you were to use it in home defense? Uh, yeah, because they don't they don't expand and and flay out like a regular bullet. So they just kind of go through and through. Like in her case, as you'll see in a second from the autopsy report, the bullet goes straight through her head. Is She shot herself upper ear right behind the ear. So like upper right, right ear. Right here? Yeah. She only meant to injure herself. <clears throat> like the, yeah, she did say attempted suicide. Yeah, Marjul on, on live chat said the word attempt suicide I know. is strange word. It is it's very strange. That's a very good good point and we're we're going to explore that but to shoot yourself in the head if you don't think you're going to kill yourself i mean the bullet did go through or what they call the missile you know they went through but dude maybe she was that delusional to think that it could just be attempted suicide but you shoot yourself in the head and then the brain and you think you're gonna live like i don't think that you if you if they <sighs> My question, I guess, still kind of remains. Like, was that something that was on the teleprompter? Do they, which you can pull? No, no, no. It, that was it was ad lib. We're gonna no one, no one like miswrote it on the teleprompter for freaking. Well, no, 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 no. Not that they miswrote it, but she wrote it in, and someone didn't see it. No, 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 no. Let's just get so on. It was ad libbed then, so no one knew it was coming, right? I don't know. We'll get into it. Oh, so I have a question. What what caliber is that? pen that That's you a have fil- a 50 50 caliber 50 caliber okay that is a large bullet yeah i know I get- chris as i'll call her shoots herself in the back of the head the bullet goes through the the whole skull out the other end she was actually transported to sarasota memorial hospital she was announced dead but from what i saw she was alive in the ambulance okay. so she was like barely hanging on but she was dead very soon. The doctors pronounced her dead as soon as she got to the hospital. So, very tragic, very stunning. You guys probably didn't see that coming. No. But there's a very... Oh, what I want to say about this case... I don't know if I said this, but... I, just because I don't... I, I know people are going to say this. There's a whole subculture on this case alone trying to find... The real video, if that's not the real video, I don't know. But I just don't want people to fill up the comment section and being like, is it fake? Is it real? Like, that's not what this story is about. Like, obviously, it fucking happened. Right. But, this person is dead. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, the pistol is, according to the officer, this is from the actual police report. This is from Officer James Barry. He was the investigating officer of the scene. I opened the cylinder and saw one spent shell under the hammer. I removed all the shells from the revolver. I held the 
revolver and shells until Deputy Kennedy was clear of the victim at when time I turned the revolver and shells over to him. This is the revolver right here. I'll put this photo on talkmore.com. You guys can see it on live chat too. Your standard Smith and Wesson revolver. That's what my dad those are has, the, I think. Those are the wad cutters you see what I'm talking about there. They're flat on the end. So that's what that is. It's a snub nose, so it's kind of small. The barrel's small. Ease, th- those are for easily concealing in your purse. A lot of females use them for protection in, in your purse, whatever. Oh, I had a question. Did the gun not, like, she put it to, to her head. I know that sometimes that guns have recoil, but, like, was there no brain matter or blood or anything on the, on the revolver? I didn't I don't see know that. Why I I'm mean, asking that actually. I mean, she I actually... will tell you that the the brain matter from the other end from the autopsy report from the autopsy report quote on compressing the scalp brain tissue exudes from the wound like toothpaste from a tube. Ooh. End quote. So if you want to read this, this is from one of the police officers. Upon arrival, I observed in the studio several uniforms, prisoners talking with employees of the station. In viewing the area where the shooting occurred, Ryder observed a large blood stain on the carpet directly behind the chair in which the victim, Miss Chris Chubuck, was seated. In addition, there was a small amount of blood on the desk. Under the desk area was a basket-type purse with a gun case, unzipped, lying on top. There were three deputies at the scene. And a couple of uh, corporals, I think they were, lower ranks. But this is from their report. I observed the victim lying on the right side of the body with feet facing north and head south. There was blood on the right side of the head and face, which indicated a wound to the head. For further details, see Detective Palmer. I proceeded to the hospital where Dr. Wallace reported she was in very serious condition. Oh, so she was not dead upon scene. Yeah, exactly. But she died. So that's what um, Marjul said. Was it attempted suicide? I mean, she did say, as you heard in her news report, and you know, in living color, a first attempted suicide. Maybe she thought she was going to make it out. I can't imagine trying to attempt a suicide and shooting myself in the head. I mean, maybe like the foot or something like, you know, but the fucking yeah, head. Yeah, or like man. stomach. Where yeah, the stomach. Maybe. Yeah, but. I mean, that'd be painful, but like you may not bleed out before you get help. Yeah. So this is pretty much a, an easy to do case. So tell me, and we're going to go further into it, but tell me what questions you want to know. First, there's a couple that I haven't. Go- I mean, I'm, I'm. Definitely curious about her. Yeah, um, about what, like her upbringing. Like, why? Why would she do this? Like, did she just go through a major life event? Was there a divorce or a breakup? Did, was she seeking help? Did she have a therapist? Um, mm-hmm. Does she have any uh, um, mental disorders that were on file? Uh, that you know, was she was she clinically depressed? Did she have anxiety? Like. What type of, what do we, yeah, kind of like Nicole said, what do we know about her? All good questions. So if I was hearing this story, I would have two basic questions. Number one, just what you guys said, was she depressed? Why did she do this? Her upbringing. The second one would be, like, did anyone know about this? Did anyone put her up to it? Or did she tell anyone she was going to do this? Or or what? So both of those we're going to kind of answer tonight. 
The morning of, well, actually, let's start with the morning of first and see if she was nervous or anything like that. The co-workers and her friends in the office, about five of them, we're going to kind of go through what they said. So Linda Taylor, her name is Shay, or well, they call her Shay, Linda Taylor, they call her Shay, a friend and co-worker. She's also the girl that runs the camera. She works exclusively with Chris on her segments. Her segment is called Suncoast Digest. That was what you saw. So it's it's basically a morning news type of show. They cover everything from within the area. Okay. So she said there were two guests on set, but not where you could see, obviously. But they were ready to come on. She was going to interview these two guests like always. She always does these interviews, right? Quote, she looked to me very nervous, end quote. Now, this is before. So Linda Shea also said that she always seems a little nervous on camera, but this time she was, quote, groping for air, end quote. So, Like she was breathing heavily? Yeah, breathing heavily, maybe. Yeah, breathing heavily. She started talking about suicide three weeks ago. Mm. Their co-workers... They're friends, yeah, they may go out to get drinks and stuff like that, but they're not like those childhood friends that you would tell anything to. But, I mean, I feel like childhood friends, even though you're friends with someone from your childhood, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to follow up with them and tell them everything. Sometimes you... Yeah, but tell them you're thinking about suicide. I feel like that's got to be very intimate. If you tell someone that you're thinking about it, I don't know. In my opinion, I well, feel like you got to be real close. You can't just tell your neighbor or something, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I guess know. coming from my point of view is different because, you know, when I moved down here, I didn't know anyone. But, like, I mean, you your work relationships can differ depending on who you, who you are. Like, they can be acquaintances or they can be actually be friends. It just depends. Another co-worker, Linford Richard, he was the director. He said the following... Uh, the only thing that I know different that occurred was on this particular morning that she initiated a new segment. What I gathered of her program, which was news, and I thought it a little unusual, but what the heck, go along with it. So as you'll see, she's an, an ad-libber. So she just mm. kind of goes, which I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not an ad-libber. Brienne is, though. Like, she can write notes. Like, like when we did that other podcast, she would write little bullet points and just be able to go off on those. I can't do that. If I'm going to read a script, I'm going to read a script. If not, I got to do it completely just off the cuff. But, but you you are an ad libber because you do not write a script for your stories here. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I would I would consider that off the cuff type of thing. That's ad libbing. Yeah, but yeah. she's using a teleprompter with the notes on it. So it'd be like the paragraph she's supposed to read, but she would go off and ablib like words. I don't know. Is that not I'm, different? I, I, I would say you're, you are totally off. I think off the cuff and ad-libbing are essentially the same thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So. Like, the, you know, the points that you want to make and you. Ha- but you're unscripted. Yeah, correct. So Richard, the coworker says, and he's also the director, quote, I just assumed that she was ad-libbing from then on. Now, this is when, from then on, when she says, and in keeping with tradition of blood and guts news, right. you know what I'm saying? Because that's not in the teleprompter, obviously, right? 
I just assumed that she was ad-libbing from them then on until the incident happened. But I thought at that time that it was a joke, a very bad joke, end quote, because that would be a fucking terrible fucking joke. Correct. A uh, Jen, or Jean Reed, another uh, woman that runs the camera for Suncoast Digest, said that morning, Chris, quote, did not smile or say hello, end quote. And she's mm-hmm. usually a happy person. But as you'll see, every one of the coworkers in this the police report, they interviewed all five of them. They all, they all said something very similar. And it is that she had some, some problems she was going through. They all knew that. So they're the coworkers that they're pretty close. You know, she sees them Monday through Friday or whatever, but a few hours a day, maybe. So it's like your coworkers, right? But they all knew she was suffering. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Jean, uh, Jean Reed said she stated that she believed she was trying to do it for a, quote, kind of shock trick, end quote. So a little bit more about Chris. She always comes up with new segments and new ideas, and she's always doing things kind of different. Now, all of the the coworkers, every one of them mentioned something very unique is that and and you'll see this in the papers too that christine had sexual problems okay what does that mean well so she's 29 years old her friend linda shea taylor said that she had numerous problems all personal the personal matter and so was she gay no she wasn't but well i don't i don't think so but she said she was seeing a female psychiatrist at the time, and this was documented, and she had claimed that it had been helping. She stressed over numerous sexual problems, and quote, her, this is from her friend, quote, her main problem being that she was a 29-year-old virgin, end quote. She I was, feel you, girl. She was also, uh, her friend claimed she was a very unstable person, person although she tried to be very social there was something going on here okay as you're gonna see now i looked at the autopsy report because in an autopsy report and this is actually the first time it really made sense to me why they do this because let's say you shoot yourself in the head the uh the autopsy the medical examiner person doing the autopsy they they look at everything your liver and it's always like liver unremarkable which is normal or whatever but they look at everything mm-hmm. and i didn't know this at i didn't well i knew this at the time but i didn't realize how important it is because you the autop the um, medical examiner goes down to examine the genitalia and he finds that quote her genitalia is normal but her left ovary is missing having been surgically removed mm. and her right ovary was enlarged more than it should be so she went through some sort of surgery now this is tying into the sexual problems i don't know exactly what those problems were but i found that kind of interesting you know that 
you know, maybe we, we did a hormonal ca- issue. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's where I'm going. Right. Hormonal issue. Stuff it, like that. It, it maybe she fucks your like brain. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of going. Maybe with. she had like PCOS, but maybe they didn't know what that was back then. What's, maybe. What is P- PCOS? Polycystic ovarian syndrome. If she had an ovary removed. I mean, what, I mean, is what is that? What is that? Ovarian cysts. Maybe okay. she had to have an ovary, ovary, ovary removed. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I definitely saw that. And in the newspapers later in the years, they'll talk about the sexual thing. Like she was struggling with, with something. But anyway, this is from the creative director, Denver Baker, if you want to read this. And also from another one of the producers, Robert Smith. And th- this, these are the questions and answers from the police. Denver Baker, the creative director. Question. Have you heard Miss Chubbuck say that she would attempt suicide or anything in this manner? Yes, I did about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. She said, wouldn't it be funny if somebody committed suicide on the 6th? That would really shake everybody up. Be a big story. He states that TC did a commercial last week and she wanted to use it in her resume. She did have some problems, he said. Robert Smith had you ever talked with her about committing suicide or heard her state to you that she was thinking about committing suicide? Yes, she told me the way that she was going to do it, but I didn't take it seriously. About how long ago or what date was this? Last Monday. Hmm. And it's so interesting when you think about mental health and the importance of mental health that it is placed today. If that happened today... She like for example, if she made those comments and she was a newscaster in today's society, in last Monday, she made those comments. She may still be alive. Like people Maybe. may not have put the importance of of suicidal ideation, um, you know, from a person. They may not have put that importance or um, what's the word I'm looking for, um. Similar to importance, but but they may not have taken it as seriously back then as they would have today. It's hard to know. It is hard to know. You you never know. But it's sad. It sounds like she was putting out a cry for help and it wasn't answered. Although it's hard to like if she's just making a passing comment and these people aren't those that she's close with. I don't know if the outcome would be different today. Like if they were, if this was some someone at work, she makes the passing comment too, and it sounds like a joking manner. Like I, I don't know if that would be any necessarily any different outcome because it's hard to know. It is hard to know, but if that's a if that's a cry for help or just somebody trying to be weirdly funny, or maybe it has to do with the field that I work in. Maybe, but I feel like if someone said that, oh, wouldn't it be funny if someone committed suicide on the live news? I would say, no, that's not funny. Are you okay? Like, what are you talking about? I'd yeah. wa- I would want to gauge more. I wouldn't just be like, Haha, yeah, I guess, and then walk away. I think you're trained to, to ask further questions. I don't think it, any other... I don't know. I don't know if a, if a creative director today, if those comments were made, I don't know if they would have reacted any differently. Which is sad. That that is sad, and that's concerning. But I feel like, I I mean, I respect what you're saying, but I feel like today there's more emphasis on mental health than there there was in the 70s. For sure. 
So hopefully if that, I mean, well, not hopefully it happened. This is something that happened. We can't change that. But today, if someone were to approach someone or said something like that, I hope that the response would be different. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. Crazy. John, John always says that every yeah. time we go off on a tangent and you know that he, <laughs> you, know, relevant. you know, he no. spaces no, out. Dude, I'm not but spaced he, out, but man. He, whenever, whenever we go on a tangent, every single time after we finish, there's a 30 second pause. <laughs> and then he goes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he doesn't I, know what we just said. Yeah. What did we just say, John? I don't like that. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's my that's my uh, phrase. Uh, uh, again from the police report uh, it's kind of hard to read because it's cursive and I never learned how to read oh, fucking cursive I can read cursive <laughs> I can do that Tell, show it to me show it to me okay oh I she can said, do it what I can do it she said I have this quote I have this really neat idea I can't read cursive I can <laughs> I can read cursive <laughs> They stopped teaching cursive for a little bit, but I can read it. I think they're doing it again, though. Yeah. Show it to us. I fucking can't goddamn read it. I feel stupid. Don't feel stupid. It's that bottom one there. I can try to make it bigger. Not all of it, just where it says... um, Uh, How long did she stay? Well, well, I did this because I have this... Yeah. I have this really neat idea. This is what she said. So she tells her friend that she just bought this gun... And he's real worried. He says, that can only get you in trouble. Well, I did this because I have this really neat idea that you have, (laughs) that you have one day I might, you know, it'd be nice if I, you know, I took the gun out and blew myself away. And then she stated laughing after that. She started laughing. And then she started laughing after that. And I told her that's really, that's really insane, crazy idea that, that ask you know like crazy she come up with such yeah, a pretty so, weird anyway, idea i mean imagine if your friend i mean i know it's, you're a reporter so we're not that but imagine if your friend's a reporter and she's like yo i got this crazy idea think about this what if i take a gun on live television and blow my head off how funny would that be like that's what she's saying so like put yourself in that mindset of like where's where's she at now as far as you know her mental health is concerned well but but at that point it's like do you have a gun and and, and again it's this is 50 years ago this is totally different times people didn't have the training people yeah. didn't yeah. know what questions to ask but you know it's like do you have a means to pull this out are are you okay what are you struggling with what what type of problem do you think that you would be solving by doing this you know what are your reasons but back then not everyone knew that and i feel like there's a larger focus today on social and emotional well-being so that hopefully people know the basic skills and and actually realize when someone is struggling or know what kind of resources talking to the mic I am talking into the mic and know what kind of resources to give people when they are struggling with this. 
you know, or, or, you know, give call 911, call the suicide hotline line, the hotline. And back in the seventies, you didn't have Google. You didn't have, um, cell phones. You didn't have the type of technology and resources that we have today. So in one way it is grateful that we do have what we have now. And maybe back then people didn't know what kind of resources to suggest Yeah, because back then, you, you know, in the seventies, it was a little bit better than it was in the 50s and 60s when you had NIMBY not in my backyard and people were put away in mental institutions and it was a terrible, terrible type of, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like stigma? Stigma, yes, thank you. It was a, Mental health had a stigma. If you were depressed, if you were hysterical or back in back in that time, it was it was a bad thing. And the, and the point of view is totally different now. So people didn't have this training, but, but I wonder as someone's friend, like, how would you interact back then? Like you wouldn't take them seriously. Like, was this not as common as an occurrence as it is now? I mean, think about the like exaggeration of the moment of like doing that on TV is what she's proposing. Yeah. But it, it, this is a weird case because for instance, one of the creative directors had just shot a commercial with her and she wanted to put it in her resume. And this was a week ago. Mm. I mean, which, commercial was it? which means that she has, she's planning future for the future, yeah. you know, people that commit suicide, why would they plan for the future type of thing? But then again, uh, and I'm pulling this from the journal news, 10th of September, 1974 talks about how she had no real friends and she was always, it was always that strange combination of her desperate to make friends. She's so, she's so uh, attractive and, and she kind of lights up the room. She didn't have any friends. She couldn't make friends, but it wasn't anything of her own doing. I think she was just that really shy person and you know, really isolated. And, and her family background is, you know, well-to-do upper middle class from Hudson, Ohio, her father was a businessman. She had always dreamed of being a newscaster. She, you know, this is what she wanted to do. This was like her first big Haru. And look, and she's on the 930 AM news, man. Like she is, I mean, yeah, it's a small station covering a small area, but fuck. I mean, she should, she could be doing the 2 AM news, you know? Mm-hmm. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So she, so was, she was on prime time. And I think it was uh, the pressure that must get to you. I don't know. But she also... Like her friend uh, Jean, there's a quote in here where she had uh, said that she tried to commit suicide four years ago by taking a bunch of pills. So the the uh, ovary that was removed, it was the summer before. The doctor told her she could never have kids. I think that may have mm. had some impact in that. But a lot of people have never. But if you if she tried. Like, this is what I don't understand. And it's hard to understand something that happened 50 years ago. If she tried to, to, if she tried to attempt suicide and die by suicide, uh, like four years ago, if someone makes a comment like that, like, oh, wouldn't it be funny to die on the news or someone commits suicide on the news? Like, isn't that a red flag? Isn't that something that you would be concerned about? What one friend says, quote, I think she killed herself to say, hey, look at me. To get attention, to be recognized. And I think she wanted marriage and children more than anything else, end quote. The owner of the news station 
says, quote, she wasn't as interested in hard news as she was in features and didn't distinguish as she should between them. She had her own system of priorities. So she was enticed by the fame and the and the, and yeah. the, the another, big stories? Another anchorman says, quote, I felt she was someone with very deep feelings, someone who seemed more involved with her job and with her emotions than most people seem to be. One thing about her, though, she was all, always self-depreciating, end quote. And I see this a lot with her, with, with this story. I mean, she's she's really pretty, and, and that's, you know, I'm, well, let's be honest, that brings confidence, you know. You're confident when you, when you look good. She could have those dates or whatever. I, I saw one reporting here, she had less than 10 dates in her whole life. That she's been on. She's 29 years old. Been on less than 10 dates. She was very self-conscious that she was still a virgin. Now she can't ever have kids. She can't get married. Well, she can't get married, but she can never have kids because of her you know, problems. I don't know if she wanted to kill herself or not because she did say attempted suicide. But I can't imagine shooting yourself in the head and not thinking you're going to die. Marjul on live chat wanted to know, was she dating someone at the time of the accident? No, she wasn't. From what I found, she was living with her brother. And she would she would go to the she would go to the bars and she would wonder why no one would come. No guy would come give her her number type of thing. I think she was very standoffish, but I didn't see anywhere she was dating anyone whatsoever. Maybe she was afraid. This is what Jean says. She told me that she tried to kill herself four years ago with pills and that she had a hard life. In my view, she was very self-centered. She was threatened by everyone. I once tried to do an interview and she got furious, In quote. So she was, I mean, she, she came from a, a lovely home, nice home, nice parents, good upbringing. I mean, I think it's mental health. I, I don't know, though. I'm not a professional. I'm a fucking podcaster. <laughs> but... I don't know. I, I do know that there is a psychology behind these these live suicides. And I think there's two different types because you have live suicide. Well, you have, in my opinion, you have people that plan them to do a live suicide for whatever reason. Like think Bud Dwyer or even the ones nowadays, like they plan it and they want to get as many viewers as they can. And then you have someone who commits suicide via live chat that maybe not thought, maybe didn't think they were going to. And I'm talking about one individual is an Iraq veteran. He, uh, he, uh, he was on live chat and his, all his family and friends were on there. And he was, he had this like podcast thing. His name is Ronnie McNutt. If you want to look him up. And this is the one they got on TikTok, like, trending and he he got really drunk really drunk and he said you don't think i'll fucking kill myself and he did he took a fucking rifle and shot his head and it, mm. it split up and it was fucking horrible uh, like i saw the video is fucking terrible video and and that was trending on tiktok the fucking video of him shooting himself in the head and, and i don't think Watching the stream before that, I don't think he knew he was going to do it, but you just get so drunk and so, you know, or whatever. So, I don't know, it's kind of deep. Sorry if depressing one, but I think there's that two, there's two types 
for for doing it in front of an audience because mm. i mean it's i mean people kill themselves all the time right but that's a very intimate act right you, you, usually people don't want people to know right right but to do it on live chat i feel like there's definitely a a psychology there that i don't think has been mapped out yet you know i don't know marjul on live chat asked does she have a religious background mm. that we know of I didn't see That's any. A great question. That is a great question. I didn't see anything about religion, but obviously, if she was Christian or something, she'd be a little less. She'd be more hesitant to do it. I didn't see anything about her Christianity or, excuse me, her religion preferences. That's a really good question. What I saw was basically she grew up in a good family. She had a. She was living with her brother at a time, and they lived in a nice house. She was on on her up and up. She wanted to be a reporter for her whole life. She attended Ohio State University, graduated from Boston University in the broadcasting and film industry, and she got she got on this uh, Florida job for the Sun Coast Digest. Now, she is away from her family, too. Think about it. I mean, the family's mm-hmm. in Ohio. I didn't see anything about religion. That is a really good question, but I don't know. I can't answer that. Really good questions. Very crazy, though. And Very the, sad. The, yeah. The I don't know if the sad thing about so this case, if you hear about this case and why it's so popular, is because it's got this subculture of people wanting the freaking video. They want to. I think Vice did a documentary on it to try to see if the video was real, and they interviewed the family. The family said that they have the actual video, and they gave it to a lawyer to to lock up. The audio is real, but the the point I'm trying to make is like the reason people search this case is to find the video for that gore aspect. You know what I'm saying? And it's shocking, man. It is. But and especially when she hits the desk, because you hear the mic. It's like, yeah, you know, if I just go like that, I didn't realize what happened when we were first watching. Yeah, it's kind of grainy and hard to see. But even if that wasn't the real video, like you wouldn't know it's not the real video (sighs) because it looks. I mean, even if you recreated it. What what does it matter being the real video or not? You know, Dude, what that's I mean? the, that's what people want though. I because I look at all these gore sites to get these stories and stuff like that, and that's what people are asking. People are more interested if it's a real video than you know why what she did it itself. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, yeah, it's just whatever. Yeah, people like that shit. Yeah, I can't Weird. you know? I mean, I saw on some forum that said. They want, they like seeing these videos because it's therapy for them. I was like, Whoa. well, that's <laughs> something else. Anyway, that was kind of a depressing case. A little bit. Little I'm bit. sorry, guys. What the fuck? There's a couple cases I want to do. I've been getting a lot of requests on the website. There's a little button there you can press. Some, someone requested why it was something like, why is there so many severed feet uh, washing ashore in the UK or something like that? Oh. <laughs> Whoa, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Well, it's actually, I did look it up. It's actually a very interesting reason why. There's a very specific reason why it's feet and nothing else that wash up. But I, I might do a little one of that, that next that week. That sounds perfect for Johnny Lama. Yeah, yeah but you, you guys uh, appreciate you joining us on live chat. I think that's all for us tonight. Uh, really appreciate it again. And... That's it. So be sure to go to the blog, comment. You can win 50 bucks. This is Talk Murder Me podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people.